welcome to another episode of Talking to Myself. I'm your host, Jake Letizia, and this is the podcast where I look into a camera and I talk to myself. How's it going? How you doing? Good? Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing great. Hope you're feeling fucking amped up. Hope you're feeling alive as shit. I, uh, this is the second time I'm recording the podcast this week. <laughs> Because I recorded it uh, yesterday with fucking three hours of sleep. Something like that. Three or four hours of sleep. Um, And I recorded a full hour of me being incoherent and dumb as fuck. I didn't have a coffee with me at all. I didn't drink a single drop of caffeine for the first time on the podcast, and I was incoherent as shit, but at the same time, I was like, fuck it, you got a podcast, I gotta get it done, we're doing it, this is the day that I'm filming it. And then what happens? I finish up the podcast, I go to export the video, and the card is corrupted. Oh, dude! If there's a god, I guess he didn't want you guys to see the footage of me tired as fuck. The day after daylight savings, not putting a single sentence together correctly. I guess if there's a God, he was like, no, man, no one wants to hear how confusing that shit was. Okay, man. All right. Well, now it's a new day. I'm well rested and uh, I'm ready to fucking say uh, non. I'm I'm ready to say nonsense that is caffeinated enough where where I might make uh, a bit of sense. Dude, I did not realize how fucking... That's, that's, um, you don't realize how dependent you are on coffee until you're very tired and you don't have any caffeine around you. And then you're like, oh, wow, I should make some lifestyle changes. Oh, wow. If I need that to make any fucking sense at all, I should make some lifestyle changes. Maybe I should sleep more and drink less caffeine. Maybe that's not a substitute for having your brain rest. Maybe dehydrating your br- your brain and giving yourself the jitters isn't the best way to keep your mind active. Maybe just fucking resting and drinking water is better for you, dude. Anyway, I'm amazed at people who know things. That's where I want to start this week, I guess. I'm amazed at people who understand and know things. Because I have a friend who... Knew it was daylight savings. He's like, oh yeah, we're losing an hour tonight. I can't wait for there to be more sun out again. And I immediately went, oh shit, that's tonight. And that is that is my response to so many fucking normal things that I should just know. First day of spring. Every time somebody tells me, oh, it's the first day of spring. I go, oh, is it? I have no idea what the first day of spring is. I have no idea what the first day of any season is. The way I process seasons is, oh, fuck, it's cold now. Must be winter. That's it. No more snow and I'm and I'm not and I don't need a sweatshirt. Must be spring. Oh, fuck, I'm hot as shit. I'm so, I got pit stains all the time. I guess it's summer. I need a coat back on, but I'm not so cold that I'm that I'm want to punch people in the face. Must be fall. Oh, there's snow again. Must be winter again. That's how I process the seasons. It's solely based on feeling and never looking at a calendar. <laughs>
That's probably why there's so many fucking climate change deniers because they're like me where they just, they feel out what the season is based on the temperature and their over and the overall mental state they have. And they're like, Oh no. Well, I mean the shit keeps changing, so it must be still consistent. It's like, nah, dude, it was supposed to be spring in this month and now it's fucking still cold. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm still not making any sense. I'm, I'm well rested. and I'm still not making any sense. Anyway, I'm not well rested. I got five hours of sleep. The only difference is I drank some caffeine. (laughs) The only difference between this podcast and the one I did where I was fucking dead uh, that you guys won't see because the goddamn footage got corrupted. The only difference is I have caffeine with me right now. Also, I guess I was kind of I was still hungover. I guess I'm getting to that age where hangovers can last days, man. Because I got drunk for the first time in a long time on Friday, and uh, I did not sleep much at all. I got three or four hours, and then I woke up and went to see an apartment, because I'm looking for a place to live right now, or a new place to live, rather. And um, then I went immediately from that apartment back home, took a f- and my fucking head was throbbing. And then I took a nap and then I woke up and I was still fucking hungover. And then the next day I lost an hour of sleep because I'm a fucking idiot. I'm not like my friend who's on top of shit, who knows the weather every day, who knows that daylight savings is coming. He's a fucking farmer at heart. You know what I'm saying? If you know when daylight savings is, you're a farmer at heart and I respect you. Okay. That's how I feel. But then that night, I didn't get any sleep, went to podcast the fucking next day, was dead. Had dark circles under my eyes. I looked like a fucking zombie. I was full zombie mode, bro. I was sicko mode. It was fucked up. And I think I was still hungover a little bit. A day later, still fucking hungover. And maybe it's partly the sleep deprivation, but I think it's also partly just getting older, man. Also, I... It was funny because COVID has happened, so maybe it has something to do with getting older and something to do with COVID. Maybe it's a mixture of the two, but but while I had fun, uh, I stayed over at a friend's place in the city, and while I had fun hanging out with him because I hadn't seen him in a long time. We we all we also all went and like saw other people and and that just annoyed me. <laughs> like I had fun with them and it was a fun time in general, but we were out till four in the morning and I used to be a person who was out till four in the morning doing whatever. Didn't matter who I was with. I was having a good time. But for some reason, this particular time, I don't know if it was because I just hadn't drank in a while or if it's because of COVID and I'm and I and, you know, I don't want to take my time for granted, but or if it's just getting older. But I was fucking at this house gathering I guess you would call it it wasn't a party it wasn't that many people it was a small amount of people it was fine it was not a COVID hotspot don't worry about it but I was there and I was just like I don't I need to get the fuck out of (laughs) here it was four in the morning and I was around a bunch of people who fucking you shouldn't cross your legs around and I was like I don't wanna I gotta go to sleep do you know what I'm saying 
And my friend's not that much younger than me. It's a couple of years younger. But then when we left the place finally and we went back to their place, it's four in the fucking morning. I go to sleep right away. And then my friend, then he had another friend with him who was staying over. They were, they were fun to hang around with, but it amazed me that when we got back to their apartment, I went to go to sleep and then they sat down on the couch and started blasting music. And I was like, Hey man, once you're home, the night is done. (laughs) Once you're home, it's sleepy by time. That's why you went home. And that's not even a fact of getting older. That's just my opinion. Always. If I am going home without somebody else, I'm going to sleep. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you're going home at four in the morning and you're with uh, a a beautiful woman or a beautiful man, whoever you're interested in kissing their face and maybe having some sex, if you're with that person, then you might go home at four in the morning and fuck all night. Who knows? Okay? But if you're going home with the boys, you're just going to go to sleep. Don't start blasting fucking music, dude. Thank God for headphones, bro. I popped some headphones in, listened to some ASMR, fell right asleep. But it was, I don't know, man. I felt my age. I felt, I just, I, I, like I said, I was around a lot of people who you can't cross your legs in front of. And I don't, I don't want to, I don't know if I want to hang out with a lot of those people anymore. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Like middle school brained people. Do you know what I'm saying? Not all of the the people I was hanging out with were that way. Some of them were chill as hell and I had a good time. Okay. My friend's friend was dope. Liked him a lot. But some other people there, they were fucking middle school brain, dude. Middle school brain is when it's like you wear backwards hats a lot. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you're... I went on a date with somebody who I was crossing my legs, right? And she goes, maybe I shouldn't say this because maybe I won't get a second date. And I go, all right, well, what what, what should you not say? First of all, don't ever say that. It's so annoying when people say that. Well, I probably shouldn't say this. Well, you're going to. You're go- you're- That's why you started the sentence like that. I probably shouldn't say this. You're basically saying, I'm going to say something fucking stupid. uh, And I know it's stupid, but I really want to say it. So please give me approval. I'm not, I don't, you don't have my approval. Just go ahead and fucking say it. You don't need my approval. Say the dumb fucking thing and let me respond to it naturally. So I go because I, you know, I don't want to be a dick. I'm trying to be a polite person. I go, oh, what, like what? What? No, go ahead. Say it. You, I mean, you'll be fine. And she goes, uh, I, you know, they say when you cross your leg, you're gay. <laughs> they say dudes who cross their legs are gay. <laughs> so I, we were sitting on the subway and I went, oh, really? And, and the subway pole, uh, in some of the subway seats, there's a pole directly in the middle of it. So I tucked my foot behind the pole and like crossed my legs as much as possible. And uh, she started laughing. And um, she was right. I didn't go on a second date with her. I, but it wasn't just... I mean, that comment was stupid. But like... 
there were other reasons not to go on a second date. If someone said, if someone on the date is saying to you, Hey, this next thing I might say might not get me a second date. So maybe I shouldn't say it, but also me saying all this preamble means I'm definitely going to say it. If you're doing that sort of a setup, there have already been like 10 things that you've done on that date where the person is like, I'm not going on a second date with you. You could say whatever controversial shit you think you're going to say. First of all, it's not going to be that controversial. Second of all, I already am bummed out. (laughs) I'm already like, you're kind of a bummer. I need to go home and go to sleep immediately. But that's middle school brain, dude. That's what you think in middle school. If you're over 21, if you're out of a school environment and you think that crossing your legs means you're gay, you're middle school brain. You're stuck in an eighth grade mindset. Okay? If you're wearing backwards hats and talking about how good you were at track and field in in your senior year, your middle school brained. <laughs> you know why? Because even a high school senior knows to look at the future instead of talking about the fucking... You know what I'm saying? Because the high school senior who's middle school brained is talking about middle school and high school. He's talking about how in eighth grade he fucking killed it at pole vault. Hey, man... You got to upgrade that brain, dude. You got to fucking fix the hard drive in there. Your OS is outdated. You got to fucking do the update. But yeah, I was just, I don't know. But it was fine. It was fine. It was good to see my friend. He's a good guy. I enjoyed seeing him. Isn't that funny? The fucking, it's funny the things that, that kids are told. And I wonder if they're still told them. I mean, I'm sure in certain families, but it's, it's funny just the things kids are told that mean you're gay. And also it's only a thing because your parent thinks it's bad to be gay. Like in other households, when a parent is like, well, there's nothing wrong with, you can love whoever you love. You don't get taught these things at all. But in a household where your parent is like, I need you to be straight because I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> That's really all it is. It's always a parent going, uh, well, I don't want my son to be gay because he'll have a hard life. And it's like, no, you don't want him to be gay because you you are going to have a hard life. Because you're not going to... Because something inside you is not able to understand it and you don't want to have to deal with that. That's the real reason. It's really a selfish need uh, to to hide from your fucking inability to understand people who are different from you. That's what it is, man. And I'm not saying that in a judgmental fuck you way. I, that's just what it is. When your parent is is like, I don't want my son to be gay, it's because he doesn't want to confront his homophobia. How many people have you met who are like, I got no problem with gay people. And then you're like, well, what if your son was gay? And they go, don't, why would you fucking say that to me? (laughs) It's like, if you get, if you have, if you have a problem, if you don't have a problem with gay people, but you have a problem with gay people in your family, you got a problem with gay people. It's just, it is, it is what it is. But people change over time. My parents certainly have changed over time. They've become way more accepting. 
you got to push your parents to become more accepting. You just got to do it. If you love your parents and you know they're good people, you just got to push them. You just got to keep pushing them. I've talked about this on this podcast before, talking to my mom over and over again about that shit over years and years until now she's she's much better. She's a much more accepting person. It's worth the effort if you love your parents. But anyway, my dad taught me, and this is what these middle school brain people think that I'm talking about, They uh, that a man sits like this. If you're listening to the podcast, my ankle is on my, uh, my right ankle is on my left knee, so the crotch is open. Really, it's a, it's, it's just, it's not a gay or straight thing. It's like a don't hurt your dick thing. That's really what it is. <laughs> that's really, that's really how it should be uh, told to somebody. If somebody, because that's the real concern, is like, hey man, I you should, I don't want you to hurt your dick. But also the thing is, you can sit cross-legged and not hurt your dick. Just don't fucking clamp down on your cock, bro. What are you doing? But anyway, you're told that this is the way a man does it ankle on the other knee and then this is the feminine way is to sit like this but here's the thing when I cross my legs I just keep a little bit of a gap you know I put my hand down there I have a bit of a thigh gap for it and that way I don't crush my fucking testicles and dick dude you just cross your legs without fully clamping down dude also if people are I don't know who cares I hope parents still aren't telling their kids that I was also told this uh, I used to check my nails by uh, holding my hand outward and looking at my fingertips uh, because that's how I would see women look at their fingernails in movies. And I didn't register as like, well, it's a woman looking at her fingernails. I registered it as that's how people must look at their fingernails because the only time I'm seeing someone look at their fingernails is a woman in a movie. And I remember I did that and my dad was like, what are you doing? I was like, what? What do you mean? He's like, why, why are you looking at your nails like that? Don't look at your nails like that. And I was like, I was so confused. I was like, why can't I? That's how people look at their nails. That's how the fucking, that's how Julia Roberts just looked at her nails. What are you talking about? He's like, no, no, that's how women do it. Men do it like this. And then he showed me the way where you like make a fist and you look inward at it. And I was like, what's the difference? <laughs> I didn't say it out loud, but I remember making the, changing my hand motion. I remember changing my hand motion to please my father. And I remember looking at my fingernails going, I mean, the other way is kind of better. The other way I kind of get to see the fucking. <laughs> the feminine way. I mean, they have it right, dude. They care more about their nails. They probably are looking at their nails a better way. I just remember thinking, like, why this is weird. I remember thinking this is weird. Why why do I need to look at my nails in a different way? And it stuck though. I still cross my legs. Uh you know, sometimes I'll do the ankle way, sometimes I'll cross my legs, whatever's comfortable. But for looking at my nails, he he ingrained it in me. I I don't I don't look at my nails the uh, quote unquote feminine way anymore. I look at it the male way, the masculine way. And it's interesting because I would have, I probably would have done it the other way if my dad never said a thing. And I wonder if, I mean, I probably would have got made fun of a little bit. And maybe when I got made fun of, I would, I would have changed as well. But it's interesting because all, all the shit like that, people think we're, we've done away with, or like the future generations aren't like that. 
but I don't know that. It's one of those things that we assume progress is happening, but we're not around kids to know if it actually is, you know? I don't know if kids are still being made fun of for looking at their hands in a feminine way. I would I would guess that it depends on where you grow up. I think that I think that people assume progress happens and assume change happens, but the reality is that most things stay the same based on your geographical location. I I think that the kids who are growing up in my high school right now are encountering different kinds of bullying and shittiness, but it's only a it's only a difference of where it is. It's only a difference of how how they digest it and where it comes from. I don't think it's a di- I don't think it's a difference of tonality or or intention. I think that the same shitty fucking stuff is happening and said it's just done on the internet. It's just done from afar. I'm sure it's still done up close and personal. As long as kids are going to school, there's going to be other kids fucking cursing in their face. That's just how it goes. And it's interesting because people will talk about bullying, preventing bullying. But how do you actually stop that? I don't know. It's such a hard question. I feel like no one looks at it the way it is. And it's that most kids bully out of pure ignorance. A lot of kids do shit when they're young that they regret later. They do, they do permanently damaging things to other kids. And a lot of the time, those kids don't know what they're doing is permanently damaging. They don't even know why they're doing what they're doing half the time. Kids will say and do things that are detrimental to another kid's mind. And they don't even understand. They're too young to understand the fucking impact of what they're doing. And that's the real question is how do you make kids understand... What what they're saying means when 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 they're too young to understand it. That's the real fucking question. If you want to end bullying, you have to make kids understand the damage of sh- of sh- of insults they're saying, the damage of shit they're saying. But but it's how do you do that? I don't know how to do that because I was when I was younger, there were anti-bullying campaigns. There were people who were like, "Don't bully these. The this is what your word your words matter, right?" And and me and other kids were like, "Nah, our words don't fucking matter," and we would bully other kids, and kids would bully us, and we didn't ever perceive it as bullying. We perceived it as just kids all being shitty to one another because that's what kids do. And now looking back on the on things I've said, things I've things that were said to me, all of it was fucked. <laughs> all of it was fucked and not okay and shouldn't have happened. But how do you how do you stop it? Because because simply telling a kid, "Hey, your words matter." doesn't make him understand that his words matter. It doesn't. A lot of times kids don't know their words matter or the things they say matter until they've done damage with the things they've said. And then they feel the regret. And then the regret is what makes them decide whether or not to do it again. And even then, some kids keep some kids push past the regret and continue to be shitty. And then others don't. Others feel the regret and feel remorse. 
But then what do you, what, what am I saying? Am I saying that bullying is bullying is necessary? I don't know. I don't know. It's a hard question. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. How do you make a kid understand a mistake before he makes it? It's ve- it's a very hard thing to do. It's almost impossible. I mean, anyone with parents knows that. You tell your kid what to do fucking all the time. You tell him the correct thing to do. You show him the right way, and he still makes the mistake. And a lot of it has to do with, well, is my parent even right? Or what they tell is what they're telling me even correct? Let's see. And then they make the mistake, and they learn for themselves. A lot of life is learning for yourself, and it's hard to... And it's all, it's all, it's all good intention. It's all trying to prevent people from being hurt, trying to prevent people from having long-term psychological damage. It's all with good intention, but it's harder to prevent than I think people talk about. And I think, I don't know, I just think people need to have better discussions about how to actually end the bullying if you want to end the bullying. Because just saying, hey, don't call people names, that's not gonna, that's not gonna affect a kid who's not even fully aware of the impact of the names he's calling people you know what i'm saying to him he's like nah that's just whatever they know i'm joking that is a big thing that kids think they know i'm joking even when even when they don't understand that they're not joking do you know what i'm saying adults do that how are we gonna make kids not do it And again, this isn't me saying it's impossible. This is me saying, like, these are fucking hard things to answer. If adults can say things, can say mean things and then go, I was just kidding, and they don't even know that they're not kidding, then how are you going to prevent a kid from doing that? It's hard, man. I just, yeah. I don't think uh, David Dobrik has the answer. (laughs) That's the thing too. Every every person I see who's like the face of anti-bullying, I'm always like, I I don't know. Aren't you kind of a bully? <laughs> right? I don't, it's weird. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I I just know that currently David Dobrik is uh doing an anti-bullying campaign, and I only know that cuz I've cuz I watch H3H3. H3, H3. But um yeah, I don't know. Why would you? Yeah, it's just weird. It's weird to. It's weird that always the person who's the face of anti-bullying seems like a person who you're not. They're not gonna actually do anything. And maybe that's the real problem. Maybe the real problem is that the people who pioneer shit like that, who get behind shit like that, don't have. They have false intentions. They don't actually want to fix anything. That's definitely a problem. Is people hijacking movements or people getting behind certain organizations that are trying to do good and the person who makes themselves the forefront of it is not trying to do good at all. It's trying to do something for themselves. That's also a problem. But I don't even know if I'm fucking equipped to talk about any of these things because I'm a bit of a dumbass. So let's move off from this topic. <laughs> the camera is almost uh, out because the timer went off. Uh, I'll see you guys in a, in a sec for the next part. I'm back. So yeah. Um Things that happened this week. <laughs> was it this week? I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it was this week. Um 
let's move off from anti-bullying into another subject, uh, which is kind of on the same topic. I mean, yeah, I feel like you can't avoid bullying today with social media existing, no matter what age bracket you're in. Everyone's a fucking bully. Fucking even 50-year-olds with nothing to do are fucking bullies on the internet now. Um... Space Jam 2 is coming out, and uh, it seemed to have caused a bit of controversy. I never would have thought that Space Jam 2 would cause controversy. And I just thought it would be a fucking nice, fun, LeBron's going to be in it. It's going to be a fun time. Let's go to the movies, everybody. I thought it would have been a a feel-good story, but leave it to the internet to even turn Space Jam 2 into a fucking shit show. That's the thing. Not a single thing can come out anymore with people just being like, oh, that seems cool. Everyone's got to have a hot take. No one can just be like, yeah, it's all right. Oh, I don't know about that. You got to have the most aggressive take possible. Space Jam 2 is taking out Pepe Le Pew and it's ruining our culture. Lola Bunny's been desexualized and it's not okay. Or, or Lola Bunny's been desexualized and it's the most epic thing of all time. Pebble Le Pew finally canceled. Fuck everybody who doesn't think it's right. <laughs> you can't have any lukewarm takes. You can't. You gotta go all the way in one way or the other or else your tweet's not getting seen. Or else your tweet's not getting seen and you're not getting likes and you're not feeling validated and more like a fucking person who matters. Guess what, dude? You still don't matter. (laughs) Guess what, dude? You can have a thousand retweets and eight million likes. Guess what? Your Your take on Lola Bunny still doesn't fucking matter. You know why? Because Space Jam 2 doesn't fucking matter. Because none of it matters. It's a movie about cartoons and basketball. It's a movie about purely superfluous shit that's entertain that's meant for entertainment. When the fucking meteor hits the earth, it doesn't matter. And that's not to say that I'm not looking forward to Space Jam 2. I mean, it might be good, and I love Space Jam 1. And that's not insulting things that don't matter. Things that don't matter make up most of our lives now. But I'm just saying it's people think they're saying things online. They think they're saying things and they're not for the most part. You're not. Okay. That's what I remind myself. And maybe, maybe I do that because I have this podcast where I say a lot of things, but at the end of the day, I look in the mirror and I go, you're not really saying much. (laughs) And that's a good thing. That's what people should think. That's what people should understand. You're just, you, you know, you're not saying much. You're not. Sometimes, every once in a while you say something that makes sense. I would say I've said, I've said like, I've had what, 100, this is the 108th episode of this or 107, something like that. I would say I've said at least five things that make sense. That's a good, that's good, man. That's good. <laughs> that's all you can hope for is in 107 hours of content you've at least said five things where people would go oh yeah maybe maybe i agree with that that's all you can hope for 
Anyway. I don't know. We're all trying, I guess. I don't know. I'm shitting on these people on Twitter. I guess you're trying. I don't know. I, who knows? Who knows? I just think, I don't know. The real My real issue is that everyone was offended by, uh, or not offended, Every, everyone's take was about Lola Bunny or, or Pepe Le Pew, but then nobody talked about how, nobody talked about the things that I was like, what the fuck is going on here? The things that really irritated me, okay? That's the real issue, is no one was fucking talking about what I think. <laughs> no, I'm fucking around. But, like, the thi- the first thing that I noticed is uh, Bugs Bunny is not a 2D animation in this movie. He's a 3D fucking weird Sonic the Hedgehog looking uh, uh, digital hair fuck face. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't want it. I don't enjoy that. Who framed Roger Rabbit perfected 2D animation with 3D people? Why are we going back to the drawing board on this? Why? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You ever hear hear that term? If you if you guys are isn't didn't Time Warner make Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Is it a, is it a money issue? Is it too expensive to do hand drawn with 3D? fucking live action people is it too expensive and if it is it's not because you guys have the money that's the thing people will say that with like disney oh well they only make anim- 3d animation because it's cheaper than hand-drawn yeah but they it, th- money doesn't matter when it comes to disney they can make whatever they fucking want anything they have the money to cure cancer if they want to. Instead, they choose to make another Star Wars. Do you understand what I'm saying? We could probably cure... We could probably cure COVID. Or we could make another season of The Mandalorian. <laughs> and the world rightfully goes, I'd rather have another season of The Mandalorian, to be honest. <laughs> You know, the vaccine's doing enough. We don't need a we don't need a full cure, whatever, dude. We'll fucking I want to see what happens with the with the new Django Fett, the new Boba. I want to see what happens with them, dude. Baba Yaga Baby Yoda. What's his name? Baba Baba Bobo? Little Bobo. I want to see what happens with the little Bobo Yoda. I can get COVID again. It's fine. But that's, the, yeah, so why can't, Time Warner has the money to do the 2D animation. They're just, I don't know. If it's to save money, it's a mistake. Just do hand-drawn. So that annoyed me, but then also annoyed me was the plot. The plot is so fucking confusing. And and not, why do, why do we have to ground insane movies into reality? The plot of this movie, I think, is that his son gets pulled into a computer server and then the computer server is like a Looney Tunes server and the admin is Don Cheadle and he's not going to let his son out unless LeBron plays basketball in this fucking virtual world. What are we doing, man? The first movie was the Looney Tunes are real and some space aliens want to fucking destroy Looney Tune land. So that they can make an amusement park or some shit like that. Isn't that what it was? Oh no, they wanted to abduct the Looney Tunes and have them as amusement park uh, mascots, right? Is that what fuck? I don't know. Something like that. 
Something like that. But all I know is the Looney Tunes were real. Michael Michael Jordan actually got sucked into a golf hole and pulled through the dirt. Okay? Space Jam and Who Framed Roger Rabbit are two great fucking movies. I mean, they're in different leagues. I mean, Space Jam is a fun movie from my childhood, but I don't know if it stands the test of time. It probably does. I probably still love it. But... Who Framed Roger Rabbit is like just straight up one of the best movies of all time. Anyway, what I'm saying is in both those movies, the the Looney Tunes exist. Okay? In 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 Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Toontown is a thing. Toons just exist with people. In Space Jam, Michael Jordan is like, oh shit, you guys exist, but they still exist. Okay? Space Jam 2 should just be the same plot. Space Jam 1 was about Michael Jordan is playing it's during the the his his fucking weird period where he's playing baseball cuz his dad died and he was kind of lost, right? And then the Looney Tunes have him play basketball to fucking uh so that they don't become like amusement park slaves and so that uh all the basketball players can get their juju back that was stolen and put into the Monstars. Okay? Fucking Danny DeVito's an alien. It's just do that again. Just do that again with LeBron. What happens is Michael Jordan plays the game. He beats the Monstars and then he learns, oh, dude, I should go back to basketball. This is who I am. And then they end it with like he's on the Bulls or some shit. He's on some team where you know he's going to fucking dominate uh, because we know the history of it. I don't know the history of it at this moment, but you know the history. You get what I'm saying. Just do that with LeBron. Have LeBron be on the Miami Heat. People fucking hate him even though he's winning. People think he's a piece of shit for leaving the Cavs. He's lost. Doesn't know what to do with his life. Okay? The Looney Tunes are be- are uh, being annoyed by these aliens again. The aliens do the same exact thing except if it's with modern players. Okay? The, the fucking aliens go to a sports game where Steph Curry's... Uh, multiple sports games. One with Steph Curry, one with Kevin Durant, one with other players that don't fucking... Know. Blake Griffin, maybe? I don't know. Other players. I don't know. I don't know basketball that well. But Curry and Kevin Durant, for sure. Same thing happens. They suck the life force out of them and then put it into a basketball and then you have the same scene where the fucking aliens touch it again and then you have bugs go like, oh no, not again, or some little piggy, whatever his fucking name is. Oink, oink, what's his name? He says, oh, not again. Here we go again, folks. That's all for hugs. Daffy Duck goes, oh my God, these guys are mean business again. We need to get Michael Zorin. That's what happens, dude. And the Looney Tunes try and record, Michael, record uh, what's it called? Try and get Michael Jordan. Michael's like, dude, I'm retired. You gotta get out of here. So then they get LeBron. All right? They pull LeBron into the, into the ground, okay? For some reason, LeBron golfs at the same course as Michael Jordan, even though Michael Jordan's like, you don't want to go there, man. It's weird. And he's like, whatever, dude. They pull fucking LeBron in. They're like, yo, we're, we're the Looney Tunes. We're real. LeBron makes some jokes like, Looney Tunes? No one watches Looney Tunes anymore. And they're like, hey, listen, Buster. Shit like that. Do shit like that. Then LeBron goes and sees Jordan. He's like, is this for real? And Jordan's like, yeah, dude, this is for real. Space Jam 1. I this I, I played in Space Jam 1. It revitalized my career. It'll show you, it'll show you what to do. And then he's like, you know what? Yeah. He does it. He fucking beats the monsters. Danny DeVito fucks off again. They put him in another rocket and shoot him into the mo- and shoot shoot him into Mars or whatever the fuck they do. 
Then LeBron goes, same exact scene as Space Jam 1, except it's with Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, whoever else, Blake Griffin, whatever the fuck. And they're playing basketball, and they get their, they, he gives them the basketball, they get their fucking power back, Steph shoots a three, Kevin dunks. They're like, damn, dude, we're back. And then Mike, and then it ends with LeBron James joining the Cavs. And we all know what go, goes on after that. He fucking joins the Cavs, and then he wins the chip. That's the movie, dude. Don't, why are we on a computer server with Don Cheadle? Let's be in real life with the actual Looney Tunes. Danny DeVito's a fucking weird guinea alien, and LeBron is going to go on the Cavs at the end. Do that. Okay? His son doesn't, you have a joke where the son is like, because in the first movie, he's like, oh my God, my dad knows Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny is real? Because Bugs Bunny's at the house or some shit. You do the same thing, but LeBron's kid is like, who the fuck is that? Bugs Bunny? I know Family Guy. Some stupid shit like that. Whatever, bro. That's what you do, man. That's what you do. (laughs) It would be a better movie, I'm telling you. It'd be fucking good. Not that I know anything about this movie, but I don't know. I just think that sounds like a better plot. Less complicated. It just reminds me of Atomic Blonde versus John Wick. John Wick, Keanu Reeves, awesome. Great fight scenes, awesome. It's about a guy kills his dog, so he's going to kill everybody else. That's it. Atomic Blonde, great star. Charlize Theron, awesome. Stunts, awesome. She's doing all of her stunts just like Keanu. Awesome, right? It's a plot about the Cold War and she's a spy and there's another spy who double crosses her but then she double crosses somebody and then someone else double crosses her and then at the end of the movie you go, I don't know what the fuck is going on at all. I just want to see fight scenes and the fight scenes are good but it keeps getting interrupted by this plot that doesn't make any fucking sense. Why did they do this? That's, I just, I'm worried that Space Jam 2 is going to be that. It's going to be a lot of like, why, why are you telling us how the mainframe works? Why are you describing to us what an admin is, okay? Stop saying the word algorithm. Get me out of this fucking movie. And why does Bugs have fucking 3D hair? Stop. Just draw them, 2D. (sighs) But anyway, that's my problem with the movie. The Lola Bunny thing, I don't know. I'm not really, I don't care. There were, they've been a lot of there've been a lot of memes that are mostly just like fake upset like where's my hot Lola bunny uh but then there have been people who are genuinely like mad that that Lola bunny's been uh, desexualized and here's the thing on a non-joking note I get it a little bit <laughs> here's here here's how I've I've figured it out in my head it's like for free college people want free college for every american and there are people who just uh, on a gut level go fuck that and it's because they had to pay for college um 
And so they're not right. They're not right in them going, fuck that, let's not do that. But I understand the feeling of I had to pay for college and now no one else is going to have to do that. And that was so fucking hard for me to do. And what, I'm not going to get any of the money back that I fucking spent on that. I'm just fucked out of that money. I could have had it way easier. And I'm not going to get any compensation now for being so fucking hard. Fuck that. I understand that feeling. Doesn't mean you're right. Doesn't mean that there should be no free college tuition. It means it means there should be. Your anger means that that it was very hard to have to pay for college and so for future generations we should make it easier. But I understand the if they can't have it uh or if I can't have it they can't have it. I get it. And I think the Lola Bunny thing is a similar situation. <laughs> a lot of people my age saw that cartoon and were sexually fucked up for the rest of their lives. <laughs> and part of our gut reaction is, hey man, if I'm going to get psychologically fucked up, you're going to get psychologically fucked up. <laughs> Okay, if I'm going to see Jessica Rabbit and Lola Bunny from a young age and go, why am I aroused at a fucking rabbit? Why is this cartoon? Why is this woman who I guess is a human cartoon with the most crazy proportions imaginable who's dating a bunny? Why am I attracted to her? Why when she why when she hugs? Uh, uh, what's his name? Roger. Am I turned on? Why am I turned on by these cartoons as a child? Why do I think Lola Bunny has a nice ass? These are all fucked up conversations we were forced to have at a very young age. And part of you goes, fuck you, man. If I had to deal with that psychological shit, you're going to deal with it. <laughs> so I get that. But again, like the college tuition thing, I'm wrong. The fact that we grew up with that and now there's a bunch of toon porn means you probably should desexualize the cartoons. I don't think anyone needs. <laughs> toon porn is a reaction to the mistakes of our past. Okay. It doesn't. That's why it exists. It's not. That wouldn't have existed without people drawing <laughs> Lola Bunny that way. Do you know what I'm saying? There wouldn't be video game porn if we all didn't play video games from a young age and, like, see images of women that were sexy. Do you understand what I'm saying? These things are have a cause and effect. And so I understand and think it's probably a good move to desexualize Lola Bunny. <laughs> Although toon porn animators are probably pissed as fuck. It's like, dude, you're fucking destroying a whole demo for us. Dude, future generations are not going to watch all the shit that we fucking work so hard on. Because from a young age, they didn't, weren't confused into going like, well, maybe I am attracted to these not real things. Yeah, I don't know. So that's Lola Bunny. I guess Pepe, we can talk about Pepe Le Pew. I keep saying Pepe, and then people think it's the frog. Pepe Le Pew. I mean, I didn't know this was a new controversy. 
or people are treating it like it's a new controversy. That's the thing too, is that people bring shit up that was already brought up, that was already pointed out, and then everyone gets really angry as if it's a new thing. And it's like, didn't we cover this fucking three years ago? Wasn't this? Isn't this old news? Peppa Le Pew has been pointed out as a creep for fucking ever. What? Forever, dude. I made a joke about it in my uh, documentary, The Real Super Mario, where I played Mario. I made a joke where I was talking about, because the bit was Charles Martinet, or Martinier, who is the voice of Mario, is French. And the whole bit was that Mario uh, is angry because he thinks the game is culture appropriation, but no one else agrees with him. And so he's watching Charles Martinier getting mad at him, being like, oh, he's French. So then uh, Mario, because he's annoyed that people are making fun of Italians or doing Italian stereotypes, he starts making fun of French stuff. And he brings up Pepe Le Pew and goes, you ever see that cartoon? It's fucked up. It's just about a skunk bothering a cat. So I made a joke about it fucking, what, a year ago? It's like, it's that's not, this isn't new, dude. This is old shit. But people are reacting. I guess people who didn't know that this was a thing that people thought are suddenly knowing about it now because of Space Jam. Or it just all goes back to the original thing, which is what the truth is, is that it's just a bunch of people. They need to say something online. So it doesn't even matter if they thought the thing before or if this is old news. Old news becomes new news as long as it's relevant for the moment. That's what happens. That's what happens every time. Even if you if, if a topic has been beaten to death, if people are for some reason talking about it again, we're going to have the discourse again. For what reason other than to maybe get a few more followers? Fucking stupid. <laughs> anyway, but... The thing about Pepe that... Uh, Le Pew... Not the frog, the skunk. The thing about Pepe Le Pew that was very funny for me was I was in a gas station um, and there was a cop there. Uh, and there's this TV in this gas station always playing the news. And which, again, it's like Pepe Le Pew uh, on the news. Like, that's what the news is now. What are we doing, bro? Like, there's a global pandemic and we're talking about that's always how it goes, huh? The war in Iraq, global pandemic. There's always fucking Pepe Le Pew on the news. There's always some fucking stupid distraction that everyone's angry about. Meanwhile, no one has a job and we're, people and everyone's grandma is fucking dead. What? What are we? Why are we mad about Pepe Le Pew? It's so on purpose. It's so it's so obvious the shit that people are purposely making you pissed at. Anyway, this cop was at the gas station watching the TV. And uh, some guy came up behind him and goes, uh, hey, man, I just wanted to say, be careful out there, you know? <laughs> Which, uh, I'm in my hometown, so I know what that means. The guy's being, you know, my hometown is is a racist place. Westchester is a racist place. It just is. Be careful out there. And, uh... You know, some people might think that's an innocuous thing to say, but it's there's something to it. There's something. What does that mean? Be careful out there. We know what you mean. And shut up. <laughs> anyway, he says that to the cop. Um, 
And if you don't know what I mean, he means like, you know, be careful out there. You know, the protests and stuff. You know what I'm talking about. You know what kind of people I'm talking about to be careful from. Even though you're in Westchester and it's fucking all white people. So what are you talking? Shut up. Be careful out there. Shut up. Anyway. What a fucking douche. Anyway, so the cop, uh, it was also funny too because the cop looked at him like, what? What do you stop? Go away from me. <laughs> But I couldn't tell if that's because he thought it was weird what the guy said. Probably not. It was probably more because he was just watching the TV. But he was like, oh, yeah, okay, man. And then he looks at the TV. And I guess in his head he was like, well, this guy said something kind of weirdly racist. So I'm going to fucking just reveal what I think about this very openly. Which is fun. What he's, what he's about to say is not that crazy. But he goes, Pepe Le Pew, he's funny. He's funny. They're taking away Pepe Le Pew. He's funny. And the guy behind him is like, I know, I know, I know. And he's like, he's Pepe. They're taking him away. He's funny. And the guy goes, the guy behind him goes, you, you know, we got, we, we, there's no more culture. We got no more culture. And the cop goes, he's funny. And then he leaves. <laughs> And um, it's also just funny that the guy was like, be careful out there. And and the cop immediately was like, oh, okay, cool. You're going to agree with me on this. <laughs> he just knew immediately. Um, even though, yeah, I mean, you can be not race, You can be a not racist person and like Pepe Le Pew. They're not mutually exclusive. But... It's also just funny to me because he's like, it's funny to me him being upset about Pepe Le Pew because you know at some point in his life he was like, do they really got to have a French Looney Tune? Do they really got to have a fucking French Looney Tune? Looney Tunes are American. Therefore, they're fucking American people. Do we really got to have a, a Looney Tune with a French accent? Oh, fuck that. <laughs> He may not have ever said that in his life, but I don't know. I feel like he might have said that. I don't want to put words in this random dude's mouth, but he might he might have fucking said that at one point. I feel like the guy who said, good luck out, like, be careful out there, he definitely has complained to his wife who later divorced him. Uh, why Why the fuck is, do they have to have a French goddamn Looney Tune? What are we going to have next, a Mexican one? <laughs> And then someone was like, actually, that other Looney Tune is a uh, racist depiction of Mexicans. No, I have no idea. I mean, that probably exists. I have no fucking idea. Um, but that's the thing, too, is that it, people are angry about uh, Pepe Le Pew. Hold on. My timer's about to go out. Here, I'm just going to restart right now. I'll, I'll see you guys in a sec for the final part. I'm back for the final part. What's up, guys? Uh... Pepe Le Pew. That's the thing, too, is that people are offended by him being creepy, which he is. He is, dude. The whole bit, even as a kid, I was like, this is weird. The whole bit is the skunk wants to fuck the cat and the cat is uncomfortable. That's the bit. It's not that funny of a bit. It isn't. It's just, it's kind of stupid. Also, Pepe Le Pew is such a, I don't even remember him in Space Jam 1. We're not going to miss him in Space Jam 2. We're just not. 
I barely remember him. Also, why, you don't have to have every Looney Tunes character in the fucking Space Jam movie. Was every single Looney Tunes character in Space Jam 1? I don't think so. We don't need Pepe. It's fine. We don't need Pepe Le Pew. Maybe they'll bring him back in a different iteration. Maybe they'll bring him back and... Uh, or they'll make his son and his son's cool. His son's like, my dad was a weirdo. They could do that. <laughs> I don't know, but the thing is, people are mad about him being creepy, but at the same time, it's like, no one, no one's mad about the fact that, like, it's a, it's an insult to French people. Like, it's, it's a, it's a, like, French people really should be the ones outraged. It's, it's, it's a French skunk sexually harassing people. Like, it, it is being, it is shitting on the French, is it not? If there was an Italian Looney Tune who was a bulldog who ate spaghetti constantly and said, oh, me amor, and fucking beat up his wife. Uh, I, you know, that would be an insult. I would see that as an insult to Italian people. I would be like, hey, man, I don't know about this cartoon. Do you know what I'm saying? So again, it's just funny. It's it's funny people's, where they place the anger. Because it's true that Pepe is gross. <laughs> Pepe Le Pew is a weird cartoon about sexual harassment. Uh, but he's also a weird French stereotype that's shitting on French people. <laughs> but the French part is kind of left out of the equation. People are just like, ah, well, yeah, but what? who cares? <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting. But yeah, that's enough with that movie. Uh, oh, I guess I'll address this too. Or not address, but talk about. Their solution for Pepe Le Pew, like to reform it, was they want to do a scene about consent. What are you doing? Thank God you didn't do that. That's the thing that's annoying too, is that these companies are like, oh shit, our old stuff is weird. We should probably address it. And then the way they want to address it is the most backwards, weird fucking thing ever. You were going to have a scene where LeBron explains to not a 2D Pepe Le Pew, but a weird 3D animation that you decided to fucking do. Don't know why still. But he's going to explain to a fucking Sonic the Hedgehog Pepe Le Pew what consent is? What does that mean? What's Pepe Le Pew going to go, oh, that's what... That's not... <laughs> that was almost a Carlos Mencia impression. Uh-huh. That's what consent is. I can't do French. Mm, baguette. That's what consent is. Oh, mi amor. Mi la my love. Is that French? Who the fuck knows? Anyway, what's he going to be like? Oh, that's what consent is? Thank you for telling me, LeBron. What am I, a fucking 50-year-old uh, chipmunk? What is he, a skunk? I'm a 50-year-old skunk. I don't know what consent is. If you want to address the weirdness about Pepe Le Pew, what they really should do is have Pepe in the movie and then just have Pepe do something that he usually does. And everyone's like, what the fuck? Hey man, you gotta get out of here. <laughs> you have bugs pull Pepe aside and go, I don't know. I don't know if what you did was appropriate, man. That's really weird. And then Pepe's like, what do you mean? She wants, she wants, she wants me. And bugs is like, eh, I don't know about that doc. <laughs> I don't really think she likes you, Doc. 
And then Peppy's like, you do not know what you're talking about. And then Bugs is like, talks to Taz and is like, Taz, we got to get him the fuck out of here. And Daffy Duck's like, this guy's a weirdo. <laughs> That's what they should have done. Bugs and them kick him out. They cancel him. <laughs> they meet to him. No, they shouldn't do anything. Because what do you do? Just, just fucking... Just have his son. That's that's a good. I think that's a smart move. That's that way you keep the name Pepe Le Pew. If that's what people really care about, you keep the skunk still, and also you follow the uh, you follow the reality of the situation, which is like we are clearly uh, going to try and be better than our ancestors. So Pepe Le Pew's son is more progressive than the old guy, all right? And we're not going to blame his son for the sins of his father, so just have the, the son of Pepe Le Pew. That's it. Change the fucking plot to the to the Miami Heat Cavs LeBron storyline and just have it be Pepe Le Pew's son and just have a quick scene where Pepe Le Pew uh, is like, I don't know why you guys hung out with my dad for so long. He's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> Anyway, let's talk about the royal wedding. Um, <laughs> I guess this will be the last thing I talk about. I just want to talk about real quick, the royal wedding. So Meghan Markle, well, it's not the royal wedding. It's Meg, I guess, whatever. Meghan Markle and Harry had the interview with Oprah. And I guess the thing I want to talk about mainly is just uh, the, the thing. It goes back to the thing I was talking about before, about a, a, a father saying, I have no problem with gay people. And then you go, what if your son was gay? And he goes, watch your fucking mouth. The reaction with the Meghan Markle, Prince Harry stuff has been similar in that I've seen so many people act shocked about the royal family being accused of being racist. <laughs> and people being like, fuck the royal family. They, they're fucking fuck them racist pieces of shit. And it's like, hey man, if you didn't know that the royal family was racist, what the fuck are you doing? Really, dude? The Queen of England is racist? Really? The lady who's still like, call me queen and puts on her crown every day? She, you're telling me she's got prehistoric ideas? You, you're telling me she's got some ancient garbage thoughts in her brain? The lady who makes sure her, her crown isn't crooked in the morning? No way, dude. She's racist? Damn. That's nuts. But it goes back to what I'm saying of like, the pe a lot of people I saw... And by a lot of people, it always means like two people. <laughs> it always means like two people. Sometimes it doesn't mean any. Sometimes it just means somebody was talking about how other people were annoyed. I'm, I'm getting annoyed at secondhand annoyance. <laughs> but there were people who suddenly, people who love the royal wedding suddenly calling the royal family racist. And, and what that really is, is somebody not wanting to acknowledge that they liked something that they knew was not cool. Because a person who loved the royal wedding two seconds ago, who stands the royal wedding, 
who talked about how Meghan Markle isn't... There was racist shit back then where the whole discussion around Meghan Markle was like, oh, she's a troublemaker. Why? Why is she a troublemaker? Because of what? Because she's on Suits? I mean, that show sucks, but that's not her fault. <laughs> I don't know if it sucks. I only watched like one episode. My brother loves it. Um, or loved it. I don't know if it's still on the air. But it's like, she's, she's, people were saying, I don't know, I don't know if she's royal enough. I don't know, she doesn't look like royalty. Shit like that. It's like, what? It goes back to that guy. Hey, be careful out there. You don't, he's not saying it, but you know what he's saying. When you say she's a troublemaker, she's not, she doesn't look royal. You're not saying it, but we know what you're saying. And so it's funny to have, and it's so it's it's interesting that because Meghan Markle gave specific examples, talked about how somebody in the royal family was like, uh, you got to worry about, you got to think about like how dark your kid's going to be. Once people hear that, they're like, oh, well now, yeah, fuck them, they're racist. It's like, nah, man, you knew they were racist, but you still stand the royal wedding because it's the same reason why woke people I know love The Bachelor. It's like this show is reinforcing heteronorms that you complain about all the time, and yet you're like, I hope Bradley ends up with Sarah. <laughs> you know? And none of this is, is necessarily bad, but I think it would be better to be aware of it and make fun of it and make fun of ourselves than to act as though these hypocrisies don't exist. Everyone's a hypocrite in one way or another. And I think when you find yourself to be a hypocrite, the best thing to do is acknowledge it and be able to laugh at it and try not to be that. That's the best you can do. Um, so, yeah. So that's what I think about that, that whole, uh, that whole thing. I hope, uh, I don't know. I wish him the best of luck, whatever. My friend this and it's true. Uh, my friend said this and it's true. It's like, you know, you feel bad for Meghan Markle. and uh, But at the same time, you're like, it seems like they're like about to announce their podcast after this. It seems like the Oprah interview was a big push for whatever their TV show is after this. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's a little strange. Also, what, what the fuck? Oprah's fucking royalty, I guess. She doesn't exist at all, barely anymore, like in the mainstream eye. But then all of a sudden she's like, yeah, but I'm going to do an interview with Meghan Markle. And you're like, wait, you still do interviews? She's reached that fucking upper echelon royalty status of like, I'm only going to do one interview every fucking 10 years and everyone's going to watch it. Good for her, man. Good for her. What time is it? Um, I'll talk about one more thing, one more silly thing. So my dad, so I was in the park the other day with a friend and, uh, we saw this little pigeon, uh, with a stub and, uh, you know, we started making stupid jokes like even new in New York, the pigeons are missing limbs, bro. Only in New York will you find a pigeon so hard that he's missing a limb and he's still ticking, bro. His pigeon's got a little fucking nub. He's a fucking pigeon war vet. He's a war vet of the New York streets. Only in New York will you see fucking 
trash animals this fucking tough. <laughs> anyway, uh, but then it started, it, it, it caused a conversation where my friend was telling me about this rat she saw slowly dying of rat poisoning. And she was saying how fucked up it was. But it was uh, this rat on the subway platform. She was saying how strange it was to see a, a rat on the subway platform, first of all, because usually you just see him scurrying in the tracks. But she said it w- not only was it strange because it was on the platform, but then she saw that it was it had eaten some poison and it was clearly slowly dying. And it kept stopping to like sip up little splotches of water on the ground and then it kept moving. So it was like trying so hard to like slurp the antidote out of like a dirty crack in the ground as it was just like inevitably perishing. And I kept waiting for her to say something where she starts telling me about how it starts walking in between this guy's legs. And I was waiting for her to say that the guy like stomped on it or something. I was waiting for that to be the end of the story, but no, the thing walked through, through his legs and the guy didn't notice it until afterwards. and was like, Oh shit, a rat just, crawl through my legs oh my god it's slowly dying and everyone just watched it slowly die and all I could think about how all I could think about is how if my dad was there in the midst of everyone watching this rat slowly dying my dad would have just walked up and stomped it out (laughs) he would have stomped it out and then looked at everyone and been like poor rat at least it's out of its misery now And I said that to my friend and she was like, she was like, oh, I mean, I mean, I don't disagree with your dad. And I was like, no, I don't disagree with him. Like he did put, he would have, he would be putting the thing out of its misery, but it still doesn't ignore the fact that he just did a very violent thing. (laughs) That he just viciously murdered an animal. Like him going, poor thing afterwards doesn't nullify the fact that we all just we're like what the fuck man when my dad hits squirrels and they're like twitching he stops the car and looks at him goes oh poor squirrel and then it goes and fucking obliterates it (laughs) and then he and then he sits there sad with like a tear in his eye that poor squirrel fucking meat still lingering in the air the squirrel's fucking bones stuck in his tire treads Poor thing. Thank God I killed it. Thank God I fucking ended it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, you may have put it out of its misery, but I, I'm still, I'm pretty sure it, ex- it did experience some pain the moment you obliterated it. It might have been only for a moment, but I'm sure the impact didn't feel good. Anyway. uh, Yeah. That's my dad. (laughs) My dad doing very violent, weird things that make people uncomfortable, but out of love. You know, what's more Italian than that? Um, Anyway, that's it for the podcast this week. Uh, This was fucking very fun as always. Um, Yeah, man. I'll see you next week, man. This is fucking dope. We get more and more people listening. Uh, and that's awesome, man. The more that people listen, the bigger this exclusive club grows. And, uh, 
it just feels good, man. I lo- like I love everybody who listens. You guys are dope as hell. Um, if you want to rate and review the podcast, you should. Uh, yeah. And if you want to subscribe to the YouTube, do that. If you want to subscribe to my main channel, Jake Letizia, do that. Do whatever you want, bro. If you like the fucking podcast, subscribe, show it to people, have a good time, or just keep on listening by yourself. Whatever you want to do uh, is up to you. I love you guys, and I'll see you next week. Jake, you're an idiot. Jake, you don't make any sense. Jake, you're a piece of shit.